Matthew 23:12 And whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Welcome to another Inward Authority Meditation. Developing our inward authority with God means we bring our thoughts, beliefs, actions, and faith into improved alignment with God. We imperfectly seek that which is perfect. This means we correct and retrain our thoughts to be in better sync with God's character. This meditation series will be a guided experience to think deeper about how we can improve with God's character. Humbling ourselves is part of the process. Questions will be asked to help guide to answers. There will be no background music because for some it can be distracting. If you want to, you can add some meditation music in your own background. Pause this podcast whenever you want. We can learn even more through discussing our thoughts and understandings with others. So this would be great to have in groups. Let's open our minds as unbiased students to hear the truth. Let's reflect, ponder, and meditate upon humbling ourselves. James 4.10 Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and He will lift you up. How can we humble ourselves? What is the process? What thoughts would a humble person think? How would a humble person speak? Would a humble person be in a hurry or be demanding? Would a humble person be pointing out faults in others or complaining? Take a moment, pause, and share. Let's look at what is repeated in 2 Kings 22.19 and 2 Chronicles 34.27. There are two things. First, it says, because your heart was tender and you humbled yourself. What is it like to be tender-hearted? Is it different than hard-hearted? How are they different? Does God desire a tender heart or a hard heart? What sort of thinking proceeds from a tender heart or a hard heart? How can we guide our hearts to become more tender? What will we think about or tell ourselves to help our hearts experience more tenderness? Take a moment, pause, and share. Here is another repeated statement from 2 Kings 22.19 and 2 Chronicles 34.27. It says, You tore your clothes and wept before me. I also have heard you, says the Lord. Tearing clothes was a way to express remorse or sorrow. Have you ever humbly cried before God? How might it be a different experience to go to God in tears and petitions? Psalm 51.17 The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, O God, you will not despise. Biblehub.com defines the word contrite as crushed. Psalm 34.18 The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart, and save such as have a contrite spirit, or like a crushed spirit. This inward attitude of contrition is a situation where we open ourselves up completely to trust God. This alliance with God is the goal. Having an inward focus to be fully upon God and fully with God is precisely what the Great Commandment is all about. Have you ever had such an experience? Have you ever gone to God in prayer completely broken, completely ready to be changed and follow God? How might that be a different experience? Matthew 5, 3 Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. 
Proverbs 16.19 Better to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. BibleHub.com defines humble as thinking lowly of oneself, claiming little for oneself, not proud, arrogant, or assuming, thinking oneself ill-deserving or unworthy when judged by the demands of God, lowly, weak, modest. There's a lot going on there. Notice the emphasis upon thinking. It uses this word two times. It says, thinking lowly of oneself. Our thinking guides our attitude. How can we think more humbly? What thoughts can we use to guide ourselves to be more humble? Take a moment, pause, and share. The second use of the word thinking is thinking oneself ill-deserving or unworthy. This is not an invitation to get angry with ourselves or attack ourselves or belittle ourselves. It is a guide to raise our thoughts away from ourselves out toward others. How can we set our minds toward helping others? Do we schedule in time to be thinking about others or serving others or helping others? Are we willing to volunteer or freely serve once a week? Are we willing to serve others humbly, keeping our thought toward others we serve and how best to help them? When we serve others, are we serving God? Are we thinking about God when we're serving others? Take a moment, pause, and share. In Matthew 4, Jesus had been fasting. Jesus was offered all the kingdoms of the world and did not take it. Jesus served God with love. Jesus was humble. When Jesus was presented with temptation, he set his thoughts toward God. How can we set our thoughts toward God when we get tempted? What thoughts could we use? What will we think? Jesus used this one. You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Can we use that? Are we willing and ready to prompt ourselves when we get tempted to just worship the Lord God and only God? One important point is that this humble attitude is something we are to improve with and stay in longer. It is something we can practice daily. Doing it one time a week or a minute a day probably won't bring about the sort of spiritual character Jesus teaches. If we are to grow, then that means we will gradually improve our longevity with our humble inward condition. We can learn to stay with God longer. Did Jesus think how to make money? Did Jesus seek out power over people or control of worldly things? Was Jesus out to fill his stomach? Was Jesus about physical comforts? If we are to abide in Jesus, as Jesus describes in John 15, how might our thoughts, goals, and desires change? How might we prompt ourselves into action and correct ourselves to a more godly attitude? While waiting in line, will we want it to move faster? Will we complain? Will we get bitter? Will we be seeking to be first, last, or just satisfied wherever we are? If we outwardly present ourselves as humble, but inwardly complain, are we really being humble? Does being humble include our inward attitude? Take a moment, pause, and share. Romans 12, 16. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. It says, do not set your mind on high things. So, what are high things? Is a promotion a high thing? Is winning a high thing? Is having a better car, better clothes, better house a high thing? Is being smarter or better than others a high thing? Is trying to get ahead in life a high thing? 
What high things do we set our minds upon? What do we think that could be a high thing for us? Are we wise in our own opinions? How can we abide in God more with our inward activity? Take a moment, pause, and share. Romans 12:16 says, associate with the humble. Do we associate with the humble? Who are the humble around us? Do we know how to discern someone who is humble? How to identify someone who is humble? Do we know someone humble that is humble according to Paul? Romans 12 was written by Paul, so it would be his word humble. and So that means the way he saw humble. That might be a little bit different than how we or our friends might think humble is. Try to use a definition of humble. Someone who thinks lowly of themselves or less of themselves. Someone who seeks to help others for the good of others. How could we associate with such a person? What does associate mean? What would that look like? Is that just saying hello or is it hanging out with them? Like adding their number into our phones or having dinner with them? How did Jesus and the apostles associate with the humble? Take a moment, pause, and share. Other biblical words used in the Bible that relate to being humble are meek, contrite, supplication, and the word worship means to bow down. How might we inwardly bow down to God each day while around others? Are we ready to let go of our demands, entitlements, self-interests, and practice more of God's character? Are we ready and willing to humble ourselves for a serving relationship with God as the Bible instructs us to have? The idea we really ought to embrace is that all this is actually very good for our heart, mind, and soul. This way of living decreases worry, anger, anxiety, fear, and stress. This process helps people recover from addictions in all areas. I suppose the real question to meditate upon is, why wouldn't we begin to invest an extra 15 minutes a day to learn and grow with God's character? Take a moment, pause, and share. Zephaniah 3.12 I will leave in your midst a meek and humble people, and they shall trust in the name of the Lord. What are meek and humble people? What helps someone become humble? Can we humble ourselves without becoming broken? What if we meditate upon being humble each day? What if we created a group to discuss how to be humble and grow with God? The focus we can strive for each day is to love God with our all, as the Great Commandment says to do. Let's keep it simple. Just love God a little more today than we did last week or month. Let's humble ourselves and grow in our love with God. Thank you for listening.